started yet? Yeah, I can definitely hear that. Where's uh, Chris Freight Train Freight. Mabry? Freight. Christopher Scott. We just uh, we just fired it up. Did you guys know that? Uh, I don't think that our listening audience knows that Christopher Freight Smittle name is Scott. Christopher Scott Mabry. It's Alan. Did what? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is your middle name Alan? It's Scott, isn't it? Christopher Allen? I thought it was Scott. It's Darren Scott. Okay. Oh, sorry. Anyway, did you guys know that I don't even know my middle I've my done that so many times name? where I just like pull something out of my butt. I'm like, hey, did you guys know? Uh, like a group of people know, just like, completely no, embarrass myself. Yeah. Somebody just Googles it. And they're like, no, that's not. I appreciate you guys. That I, I hate can, when he pulls I things feel. out of his butt. I don't uh-huh. like any of that. Yeah. You don't want to be there when he does no. that? No. No. Just don't. Don't tell me that. Can I ask a don't question? tell me its origins. Yeah, I don't need to know that. I have a question for the bus. Uh, what's the general consensus on um, like the clothing policy? Because like I was just in my boxers today making mm-hmm. a coffee, but mm-hmm. our new driver Mark walked on the bus. Oh, and I, yeah. I'm cool with it. You know, yeah. I'm cool with yeah. you know just being in my boxers. But yeah, what's you know what's the general consensus on how's everybody else feel about that? Not for me, but just for everyone. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> here we go. I have a little bit, I'm a little bit touchy about the tight boxers that you're wearing sure. okay. without the shirt. The boxer briefs. I mean, it's the boxer briefs. Okay. I don't mind if it's in transition, you know, <laughs> going, putting on a long shirt. Sure. Um, but I'm, it, it's not totally a, a thing, but it's just a little bit like, okay, okay those no, are I tight. I accept that. I accept that. I mean, it's like you're a, a Russian MMA fighter or something like an MMA fighter from the beginning, like they had, they used to wear those long. Right. So yeah. when I wear my Brazilian booty underwear, <laughs> is that yes or no? Or does it depend on the no. time of day? Like if it's a little much early morning, <laughs> midday, if it's a little humid on the bus, you know, is that more? No. If it's after midnight, I'm okay with it. Anything no. flies after midnight. That's, no. No. You I'm know okay what? with I'm totally it. Just, it's uh, almost uh, a midnight. It's now. So. My green so, on the bus. Ready to strip. Uh, whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> uh, settle down. It's going to be a drop. Big yeah, guy. my greeting on the bus Wednesday flying. Uh, Freight's the only one up waiting for me. Uh, of course. So we're out here of talking, course. and we've been out here for an hour ish or so. Mm-hmm. And then that door slides open, and Mr. Hawkins comes out, no shirt, only American flag pajama pants. Those are the yeah. OGs. Full energy, Wando's. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Ah, it's a great day to be an American. (laughs) You did not salute. Actually, Justin. I took a knee. Dustin took a knee. (laughs) Dustin took a knee. Yeah. In protest. um, He took a knee in protest. And Caleb were locking arms. (laughs) And then Josh had a fist in the air. Yeah. But I stood. You stood. I stood, but it was out. It was just outside of my bunk. But it wasn't in the the main area. Mm -hmm. Stood his ground. So. He didn't come out of the tunnel, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people stayed in their tunnel, in the locker room. Some of them stayed oh, in the gosh. locker room. They were the our bunk area. Our bunk area is our locker room. <laughs> well, I'm feeling pretty skippy right now. Skippy? Because skippy? skippy like peanut butter? My home team just won our second game. Holler! Won yeah. the home opener tonight against the Dallas Stars. Our old yeah. coach, Ken Hitchcock. Oh, old Hitch. Brought it home. So that's our second win. And I know that you're over the blues, you know, until the playoffs happen and then you start giving your hot takes. I just want man, I just wanted to you know share what, that. You know what? I, I think it it gives a, a good energy to the bus. And I'm 
I'm so I, you know what I grew up loving sports so much and just things happen and the game Mistakes changes were made. and I just can't I just can't do it what happened in, in hockey so much we have yeah, like hockey, a movie. hockey's the closest one that and I like it that you guys are into it yeah um, that sounds like there was an incident that you don't speak of. Things yeah, it sounds happen. like we need a counseling session. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's different. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just that I just don't have I just don't have time because I'm watching Office episodes right. one after the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that because that is my that's All the right. most pretentious response to like oh so I, just I just don't, don't have, have time. time you for have that. plenty of time. So you're right. That... You're right. I just waste my days away. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, I knew I the truth would come out six. somewhere in there. I just didn't know when. Right? <sighs> was it, it when, it's your uh, choice of entertainment? If you don't, if you don't like it, watch something uh, else. Was it when it got political? Like when Kaepernick did his thing last year, um, or was it before that? No, that you that's not hot. Yeah, um, I'm talking about sports it, in general. Sports have been political way before Kaepernick. I mean. That's is part of. I don't of feel like ESPN was. Like, I mean, well, I mean, you guys know that Muhammad Ali. I mean, the uh, yeah, but was ESPN like headlining some well, no, political but that doesn't hot mean take sports weren't political. People have taken advantage of their whether it's they're putting the fist up on the podium at mm-hmm. the Olympics, you know, or mm-hmm. uh, Jim yeah. Brown was really outspoken of you know Arthur Ashe and tennis. Like people have been outspoken tennis. about that. Was stuff he black? <laughs> no, yes. I saw a painting of him today. Does that, the, too, yeah, does that matter? Arthur. Does that matter? Does that matter to the argument? <laughs> Apparently, it does. <laughs> Interested. It gets more headlines now, for sure. That's that's for sure. But yeah. so, will you? But watch, there's more headlines uh, to be had. Will you watch sports? Like we got the football game on right now. Will you watch it just just to be watching something, but you're not really emotionally invested anymore? Is that what you mean? Well, like, to me, it's just like, there's just a new round of guys who are running really fast and hitting each mm-hmm. other and scoring points, and it's just, to me, it's just the same old thing again. But they wear the colors that I root for, mm-hmm. Tim. It's very See, personal. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing, and it's, and what really, it's wild is when you get my, you know, my age, I'm almost 50, and you realize, some, and part of me thinks I'm the same age as these guys, <laughs> just a little bit older. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're just kids. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that's weird. Josh and I have been talking about that recently. That now we're to the age that there are guys that are younger than us that are playing professional sports, right? Yeah. Like Tage Thompson, Connor McDavid. They're both, Tage Thompson's a new blues you know, there's player. There's like these 19-year-old professional right. and then hockey McDavid's players, a captain of a hockey team. Like what? they're like retiring 19, at 30, right? <laughs> you know, like Tom Brady's what 40 years yeah. old. Well, we have with college because I like college a lot more than pros. Especially the college that I went to. That's there's like a sense of companionship. You know, we went there, we did a thing. Mm. Uh, but like college students, we had that realization that my ten year old son is closer to them in age than we are yeah. <laughs> anymore. Like totally. you're not even close. I'm not even the closest yeah. Nickerson in age to them anymore. It's yeah. I'm, they said that they were thinking about this is thought that they were thinking about bringing gambling like at the horse races to football games like you could gamble at the football game on different things are ratings that bad get, are they this is how they're going to recover after the Kaepernick yeah. ratings no. we hear what do you no. think I, I heard that somewhere yeah. I don't know if we were together when someone was talking about that yeah. like live fan duel yeah so you mm-hmm. go in I think it's it's either play by play or and then they're also whatever. I heard no I did read this and then they also said if a player breaks their leg then they put them down just like horse racing too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they're really gonna go full tilt into the horse racing. They really like the culture there. The smaller players. Do you will think ride they really the, do the that? Players do they backs. do that? I don't know. It's a fun. Uh, yeah. If you uh, if you have any knowledge or experience with horse racing, please 
Email us. That was the biggest, the the most um, negative response tweet I ever did. Was oh yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. It's like good luck to all the horses in the Kentucky Derby. Break a leg, fellas. <laughs> you yeah, know. people freaked out about uh, that. People were like, hey, Tim. That's you don't you. know what it's like to own a horse or <laughs> own a horse, and you have to. I've had to do that. <laughs> so, I just. I mean, you can't be really that pro a horse's life and also race them, right? I mean, that's a you, hot take. I don't. I mean, it's just a thought, that is, right? That is a you're, hot take. You're, it's you're, a hot sports. Opinion. You are really. <laughs> you're 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 chancing that they're you're gonna, you're up in the odds that they're going <laughs> to break their legs, right? Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> no, you're well, you're exploiting stress. them. On the knees. You're going to run in the, yeah. running in the mud yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Then you just put a, a child-sized man on top of it to whip it. Because <laughs> you, you, lo- that, uh, you love shoemaker? that animal is so it, much. Is it do we, the Billy Shoemaker? Was that his name? The famous... Mm-hmm. One of the jockeys. Jockeys. He was four foot eleven, weighed 98 pounds. 98 pounds, yeah. yeah. That's pretty... So, about Caleb's size. Then. Pretty Roughly Caleb's size. Yeah, no, I'm 5'9". That's 165. Caleb's left leg. <laughs> That's like a pocket elf size. I didn't understand anything that Freight just said. Wait, pocket, someone has a pocket elf. Pocket elf. Someone size. has a pocket elf, elf that's four eleven. Do you not even listen to the show? Wow, no. dude. Cool. <laughs> you didn't do any I, show prep. Only at all. the episode I did. I uh, I listened. I feel to that. a little rusty, to be honest with you. We really haven't really been doing many. So we yeah, need to get back in shape. To, to just ex- give a little explanation to all the listeners, uh, the show is not ending. And we're not dead, and the break was not intentional. And God's not dead, either. Um, I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him in the air. I feel him everywhere. I feel him at the church. I feel him in the street. I feel him all over me. You know, listen, no, 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 no. That cannot be it. Boom, boom, boom. Is that really how it goes? He is alive. God's not dead. Is that an old gospel song? Boom, boom, Yep. Well, we used to sing it. Do you oh. listen to the show, man? This is <laughs> <laughs> this has been I covered on previous heard episodes. That song. Yeah, it's a, it's really? a short song. God's not dead. He is alive. God's not dead. Boom 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 boom. You actually sing that dead. part too. It's not. <laughs> he is alive. He's alive. Sounds like that troll. You have to do a devil voice at the end of it. He is alive. He is alive. Great, great video. Trollolo. So we've been getting all the updates on the show and our whereabouts on Twitter. If you don't follow us on Twitter, which is probably most of you, because we don't have a ton of followers, uh, then you don't really know what's been going on. But uh, it was not an intentional hiatus, working on some video episodes, those take a while, yada, yada, yada. But we're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back! Ready to go at it. Sometimes it's just the weekend's... Sometimes it's a lot. We're just it's grinding just like it one out more here. Thing. Traveling is not easy. Mm. Yeah. Do you find it easy, Dustin? The I mean, novelty wore off on the third trip. It sh- it, I mean, it, <laughs> is, it is. You know what? And we make it, I think, we make it as comfortable as we can. And, I, it, I, you know, this bus is nice. And I think we have a lot of mm-hmm. try to. I think we're getting better at traveling. Like today, we had some time in D.C. We just walked, yeah. you know, got to hang out and make the most of it and just... Get some sunshine and mm-hmm. walking but, on sunshine. Yeah, oh. we were walking on sunshine. Whoa! <laughs> I do. Yeah, Katrina I and the waves. I mean, Katrina you get, and the waves. When I Great first started, time. the idea of traveling and getting to hotels was fun and exotic and cool, and I liked it. And anymore, 
every hotel room I open, I just get a little sad. <laughs> just um, mm-hmm. this is where this is where I am. Just tonight. so sterile. Yeah, yeah. Just hope no one got murdered there. Hotels are a drag. Yeah. Maybe you should mix it up. Just go swimming. Yeah. Just bring your trunks. That sounded like, like a, a kid. Air, uh, advertisement for Airbnb. <laughs> What's that? Hotels are a drag. Yeah, right. <laughs> hotels. Yeah. Eh. Maybe you should Meh. mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> I like hotels. Sleep at a stranger's house instead. Yeah, sleep in their <laughs> refurbished attic. They got a spare tent in the backyard. Nineteen dollars a night. Airbnb. Have you ever done that? Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did it work We've okay? Done, uh, yeah, I've rented. Uh, I don't do. Some people do like the shared rooms because you can go down to mm-hmm. renting the room. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done like well, we'd rent a house with my family or something like that. When you want more space, and it's it's definitely cheaper a lot of time, but I don't know, not by myself. Do you find it risky? I mean, more risky than a hotel. What do you mean, like as far mm-hmm. as being like it being dangerous? Yeah, I don't know. Never. Know. I mean, it's, yeah. life is a risk, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. No, I don't think so. What Those, was the uh, nastiest hotel you ever stayed in? It's not the hotels; it's the comedy condos. Those Ooh, are the yeah. Uh, yeah, the comedy condo. I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, comedy condo. For those who don't know, every once in a while, a comedy club, especially old school clubs, would um, they would acquire some property so they didn't have to pay for the hotel each week with the the comedians, and so they would stay in this just house of horror. You would just go into these condos, and some of them are kind of nice. And then other ones are just dreadfully scary. The worst one I've ever seen is where I'm from, actually, Seattle. There's one, and it's just an alley of just, it's like this is where you go and buy your meth, and that's the, your window that you look mm. out into is the meth alley. And it's <laughs> where you buy the meth. This is where you buy the meth. Like you, is I it like a lemonade stand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 you buy five you buy cents it? with a C backwards. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was there with my buddy uh, uh, Zoltan. Or, no, no, this wasn't the one, but I'd say the guy, he told me all all night long, like every half an hour, someone would come in and go to the alley and go, Maurice! Maurice! <laughs> and then someone would come out and a transaction would happen, and then a half an hour later it would happen, and it happened until till about 3 a.m. Maurice, we'll see you now. Yeah, <laughs> and then about You're 3 a.m. the waiting was, room. Maurice! And, and then who he assumed was Maurice goes, I'm sleeping! And then nothing happened for the rest of the night. <laughs> Maurice's business hours were closed. <laughs> yeah. He's on Yelp. Yeah, like. so I heard that and then I'd stay there. The other, I, I had somebody else, another comedian tell me this particular condo was haunted. And he's like, I knew it was haunted when I walked in because I said, hey, if this, if this place is haunted... Ghost, turn that fan on, and the fan turned on. I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm staying there in a month. I can't wait." Yeesh. So I just, yeah, you just have these places that they're grimy, and you don't really sleep. You know, you have places mm-hmm. where you just, you just lay there for a while, and you go, "And hey, maybe my car's a better option. Mm-hmm. Maybe the airport's a better option." Oh, yeah. You know, I've had plenty of places that I skip out on the uh, last night at the hotel just to go sleep in the airport instead because I got a six a.m. flight or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What about you? What are you guys? Just bad stuff. Bad hotels. Well, stay. Heather and I, uh, one or a couple years ago, we were in Colorado Springs, and it was one of those things where she tells me three weeks in advance to book a hotel, but I don't, thinking that, well, I'll just book it that night. <laughs> yeah. Sure I'll enough, you right. get there no that problem. night, nothing is open. Right. <clears throat> and we go from She's place thrilled. to place to place <laughs> to place. So we end up at, you know, like a Regal. Regal Four or whatever it is, Regal Five, the, the, the theater? movie theater, yeah, <laughs> Regal, and we and, and we um, we went to our room, which was kind of it was downstairs, 
um, in, in the basement, and we went down the hallway, and there was like a ramp <laughs> that went up that, with rubber on it, like a oh. rubber-covered ramp that went up, and yeah, and we, we opened the door, and yeah, just big holes in the wall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, in the carpets. What was this? This was a couple of years ago. Oh, oh and wow. And this one, she didn't even pull the sheet. She just laid on top of yeah. the, the top quilt. And holding this all against you, the main, because, oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was either that or we could stay at the, like, the, it was the Biltmore, kind of like a Biltmore-y, yeah. the big, the nice $600 a night place. Yeah. It was like we're just leaving at five in the morning the next morning, but it would have been well worth it <laughs> to spend <laughs> after walking to room. sleep for four hours. I had one the, yeah, that was... I didn't actually stay in. I was doing a college in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and I go in, and it was a name that I knew, like it was like a Quality Inn or something like that. And I just walked in, and I saw stains, and like there was a smell, hmm. and I just go. Like, I audibly, as if somebody else was around, I go, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, as if the hotel management heard me. Nope. nope. I'm taking my business elsewhere. The Philadelphia International Airport, Terminal 3. I'll be sleeping there tonight. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> uh, I would have to say I'm pretty blessed. I don't think I can um, think of a time. That You're I a have... child. You're 19 years old. So Give it some time. I've stayed in a You're... lot of hotels. Yeah, no, you. Uh, for a 19 year old, I feel like. Have I you have. ever stayed in a hotel that you paid for? Uh, yeah, I think one. I like the delay. Mm, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> I remember having financial I, responsibility sure, for my lodging once before. I'm sure that's happened. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah. I can't Maybe verify once. it with facts, but I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. Wow, oh, he's holding you accountable oh, right now. That's a hot take. He went on a limb for that because no, you wouldn't he have been you wouldn't have been old <laughs> enough <laughs> to even book the room. So. Wow, he pulled that one out of his butt. I did. I did pay someone <laughs> for a room. I did do that. Well, we won't want to talk about that. Okay, that's no. weird. <laughs> I was at. Okay, I'll explain. I was at my ex girlfriend's state softball game, Ooh. and it was three and a half hours away from my house. And so someone else Gosh, paid for so the room, bad. and then five, uh, so me and five other guys, four other guys, stayed in the room. <laughs> so that's why. And so you think you paid for it? I did pay. I paid her because we each paid. Not the whole thing. I paid half. I guess. You paid her or, mom. Uh, one of the moms. Yeah, she was like, yeah, "I'll pay so for your you room." So you chipped in towards the room. Yeah, that's so not I, paying for your own room. I paid. I yeah. paid some towards it. Yeah. All right, moving on. What's the next question? Any other questions? Well, <laughs> let's see if we got some questions. I'll look those up. Here. You guys, I was going to ask you this. Do you, anybody here like have a journal? I feel like I need to do a journal because you know, I just forget. Like I have, today, I need to write down what we did today. You know, I, I feel like my life is just. I don't even remember what I did three days ago, and I will never remember. I know that's gone. I have a I gotta, journal in in my bunk, and Susan said you should write down stuff you do every day on the road, mm. and then the boys can have that in the future. Yeah. Uh, I wrote about eight times. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And that was Thanks like for that. five years ago. I appreciate that. It's just memories. I forget to do it at night, and I'm just like, I'm tired, and I just want to go to bed. Would you? Would, do you want one for you or to, like, pass on? Not really to pass on. I just feel like it would help recap, you know, like, right. hey, what did I get from the day? What's, what's my takeaway? Right. I mean, days are precious, right? Mm-hmm. Our time here is... Limited. It's a precious thing. Yeah. Like, do you think you'd what, read it? 
You're just thinking about writing your thoughts and stuff. I don't down, know, down. but I just I think it would be a good exercise to do right because at the end of the day you can really think. Oh, I did this. That was fun, you know. And then instead of just doing it well, and then moving on, going to I'm going to get night. you a journal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was such resolve. Well, <laughs> Timothy, oh, so you're my dad. <laughs> All right. Well, get you a journal. Get you a journal, my buddy. I can't wait to see what this looks like. Is it going to be a nice one, like leather bound? Why wouldn't it be? It's going to be one of those. Because uh, what usually happens is I've started journals. Yeah. And it turns into my set lists. Yeah, exactly. No, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. First, my first page is just written in yeah. just small print. I did a show tonight. Page. This joke worked. This one didn't. Would Okay, now this is just my joke book at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, and then I did this joke today, and this is the tag I did on. And yeah. I'm working on some new material, such mm-hmm. as. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just turns into that again. Yeah. Which is okay, I think. And one reason that I feel like I need to prime the pump a little bit, because for ideas and just right. kind of free form and stream of consciousness and just talk yeah you know and things out i do wonder sometimes i do worry not worry but i the value of a journal for me would be to somewhere to capture my thoughts that are not comedic because my comedic thoughts find their way onto stage Mm -hmm. but if i'm thinking deep on something Um, else anything else anything else i'm not documenting it necessarily anywhere you know i'm Mm -hmm. not putting that out maybe i'll say it to someone Mm -hmm. and then maybe it's just gone yeah because it seems like I, most of my writing is that is that right. just it's it's just writing set lists and what's happening is I feel a little bit in a rut you know right. I feel a little bit in a holding pattern mm. and um, you know because I'm still developing things but I just comedically or mentally just... and comedi- yeah comedically yeah. I just want to uh, just see what else is in there right and ex and explore you know different things because once again I Dig I deep. don't think like with with comedy I never I don't really sit down and try to write funny i just right. try to write what i'm thinking what i'm passionate about right. and what i like what i don't like what i'm mm-hmm. confused by all that and then comedy kind of comes can come from that when you have an idea a truthful idea when or do you, truthful thought when do you what i i think of my own when do you kind of chase the premise like do you so you have the idea of what you think is funny does it find its way on stage immediately and you work it out there? Do you write the whole mm-hmm. thing? I mean, I suppose it's different based on what kind of different bit yeah. you're doing because you have songs. and mm-hmm. Now it's more incremental. It's just very, I'll just take one little idea one right. song, as opposed to writing out the whole. Right. Because usually when I write out a whole bit, it might have five or six jokes in it. The first time I do it, I'll just try to do the one good joke, like yeah. the core joke that I think is good. Right. And then, okay, if that worked, then build on that there. Yeah. But if I, the more that I write and the more confident I get about a bit, the more likely it is to bomb mm-hmm. hard, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I'm, I've, then I memorize something uh, and I'm just delivering a script as opposed to telling a new joke idea mm-hmm. that I'm actually kind of excited about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that's the cool thing. I mean, you, sometimes you discover what was, you're never trying to get, but you just, because of your activity and right. moving forward, you, right. you come across these things that oh, this is so great. It's right. like, but I wouldn't have gotten here without. Yeah, because it was the uh, a bad idea. It was whatever. the idea that fueled it, and so you're—that's what you're mm-hmm. running off of—is the mm-hmm. idea and the motive and the passion mm-hmm. that drove that, not the technical work of writing the thing out. You know, right? I liked that uh, that scene in the new—I guess you can call it a scene—the new Seinfeld special on Netflix, mm-hmm. where he had 
the uh, like all of the the bits that had worked for the past however many years, yeah, like laid out in the street, and they just like covered that entire street, and he was mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of them. Yeah, did you see the Seinfeld special? I did. What did you think of it? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was it was different. It was um, I really liked Jerry Seinfeld. I've always thought he was like kind of like the transition between old school and new school comedy, right? Because he was all about the act. You know, the old school mm-hmm. guys. It's all about the act. It's all about the act. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I don't want to work on something. It's about the act. Yep. But then he's also the new style, you know, observational stuff, conversational. Mm-hmm. And, and you do get to know him. Even mm-hmm. if, because yes. you've heard him say, no, it's not about you, it's about the act. Even as he articulates that, when you listen to Seinfeld, you go, I know how that guy ticks. Mm-hmm. He hates everything. You know, yeah. like uh-huh. that's what it is. You can sense the anger kind of coming across mm-hmm. in him and the things that frustrate him, so that you do make a connection with him, with him because that's your it's his point of view. But you're understanding. But he's him. a New York guy who doesn't have that hard edge to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah, lot yeah. of the yeah. New York guys have that, you know, just a, a, almost a brutally sharp edge to it. Right. That you're just like, oh yeah, that's well, they're funny, but just. <sighs> yeah, it's like wow, you feel okay. You punched me really hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I think is interesting about him is he has the ability to have distaste for something and rant sure. about it for five minutes, but you don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You're not exhausted and like, oh my, what an angry dude, right? Like, but he's obviously frustrated with you know all these different things that yeah. he's writing bits about, but it doesn't feel that way. Well, and he breaks things down in such a way that you just listen to it and go, I can't believe if I never thought of it exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't even always feel like punchlines. They just feel like, nope, that's exactly right. You are describing mm-hmm. the world as it is. Yeah. You know, I should have thought of that. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, when I was at, in college, he uh, came and did a show. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, for the student union or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. And I just, I, we had never kind of heard of We might have seen him on TV. What year was this? Gosh, this was going to be 87. So, yeah, pre-Seinfeld show. Yeah. This is when he's first starting to come up. And right. He's, he's did the clubs. He's breaking out, touring more, but he's doing more colleges, those kinds of rooms. Right. And it was pretty soon that he kind of hit Was this it. the first comedy show you ever saw live? Uh, no. Okay. It was the first one, but it was, it, was, it was just very special. Do you remember any of the jokes? I do. One of them he talks about... You go to the movies and you see they put the candy in that glass case, yes. like it's a jewelry store. He goes, "Ooh, that looks like a what do you go a ten, ten carat dud." Talk about milk duds or something like that. Milk duds. I'm like, this guy. No one ever talks about milk duds. Yeah, it's like yeah. You're just. It was, it was great. Uh, the mm. very it's funny. So <clears throat> I saw at my school very similar uh, Mike Birbiglia and his opener was John Mulaney. So, like, neither of these mm-hmm. guys were known, and they're both big touring theater acts mm-hmm. now. Sure. And have a bunch of TV stuff, but nobody had ever kind of heard him at the same time. And I remember just being like, it was like a $5 show at my college or whatever, you know. And I can't, I remember a couple of Birbiglia's bits that I had known before, but I remember Mulaney, who was doing like 15 up top, had this, and this is a very 2000s joke. He said, uh, uh, he's some bit about if I ever. It, uh, if I ever had to write a suicide note, I would write it in wingdings. <laughs> you remember the old <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> And then everybody would think it was all symbolic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, I, it wasn't the best joke I'd ever heard, but it just yeah. kind of hit me at a time. I was like, "Who's talking? Who makes wingding wing jokes?" Dings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so rooted in time, but it's a wonderful. Yeah, thought. the first comedy show I ever saw was a guy named Rick Overton. Oh yeah, and he was at the St. Louis Funny Bone. Nice, and dude just had some friends go, and I had I had no idea what we we're getting into, but it was the most exciting thing I've ever yeah. seen. Most exciting thing, so great. And how old were you, <clears throat> man? I was 
18 or 19. So this is before, because you and I were talking a couple days ago about how you had the crisis in college of you're playing baseball, you're in school, mm-hmm. you drop out because I don't want to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Did Overton and Seinfeld, were these guys influencing that? Because they, they introduced you to the art form. They, it was, it was like it, it planted a seed. It's like this exists. Right. And I've seen it on TV, but not in a live right. format. So when you see that, it's almost like seeing a band. Like mm-hmm. probably Caleb felt that way too. Seeing a band, you're like, okay, you know, this live thing is real. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I want, I want some part of that. This I don't is know what how it lo- it's done. Yes. I don't know how to get there. Yes, this is yeah. what it looks like in the flesh. Like mm-hmm. I've seen comedians on TV, but this is what an actual comedian looks like. He's a real human yes. and has found his way to my college or to this mm-hmm. How do I do that? Yes, yeah. the no rhythm of the, cuts. the the rhythm yeah. of the way they just kind of take an audience and just orchestrate yes. it. Yeah, and they have total, con, you know, not I don't know control. Yeah, but just they're in control, right? And they know where to take it. Nobody's going to heckle because they're just so good. Yeah, they're just so tight. And of course, that was at a time where comedy clubs were huge, and mm-hmm. the, the, the audiences were great. Now you right. go back, it's really these same clubs that I went to, it's just kind of depressing. And mm-hmm. Just not the same. Right. It's just, it's different. There's a couple good ones for sure, but there are sure. some where it's a papered room and the people don't necessarily want to be there or it's, you know, it's a 10,000 different reasons that they're there. Where the comedy boom that they talk about in mm-hmm. the 80s was, oh my gosh, what is this thing, stand-up comedy? How do I go see it? Yeah. And the clubs popped up everywhere, the Chuckle Huts, the Funny Bones, mm-hmm. the Looney Bins, they all have the silly names, you yeah. know. Everywhere, big cities, small cities, all across the country, you know, and then people were there to see, which in many ways, like was a, they were discovering a new art form, a new medium Mm -hmm. of expression and communication, which was, which makes comedy sound very grandiose. I understand that, Mm -hmm. but it was in a lot of ways, like the mass introduction of stand-up comedy to everywhere in America. Of course, there were comedians before that, but yeah, you Mm -hmm. were, you were experiencing it right there. Yeah, I mean, because the the death the death of the club, or you know what I'm saying, just the yeah. way it, it got too. There was too many clubs. There wasn't enough talent, so people would go and see you know mm-hmm. these comics that just weren't as good. So like, ah, maybe it's not that great. And then it kind of shipped over to cable, right. Comedy Central. People were consuming differently. Of course, the internet. That's where really people consume the most comedy. Right. And now, in my opinion, stand up will potentially. Yeah, there, there's so much content now with Netflix and Comedy Central and all these type of things that I wonder if it has the potential to suffer in the same way that live sports have. If people go, oh, no, this is better at home. Or you church, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, This is better in the on a couch and my experience and surround sound and this TV mm-hmm. and I didn't have to drive to. Like we were talking about yesterday. I mean, when people go out to your shows and stand in line and make a big yeah. drive and it's hot and muggy out, you know, mm-hmm. it was a whole ordeal. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, there's something special. It's still about the live event. I mean, going to see a live show, a music show, or a comedy show is yeah. just not. It's to, it's just a totally different deal. Going to a sporting event for crying out loud, right? Absolutely, it's great. No matter what seat you have, it's still and cool. Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, uh, it's just different. All about the experience. Well, it's funny because yeah. like every weekend we put on a show, and like I in charge of production for your show Mm -hmm. and I, you know, do the whole, you know, we do the doors open thing. I know what's going to happen with your intro. We have this big dramatic thing and I still 
feel like I'm eight years old when I go to a show and like I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I know that like the band's gonna do an encore, but I'm still like, are they gonna do yes. it? You know, and just turn into this where little kid. Going when they leave. <laughs> yeah, yes. Are like, they getting a drink or something? Right. <laughs> you wanna like watch them go out to one the another? Bus? <laughs> like, what am I doing? I do this for work. Why oh, yeah. do I care yeah. so much? Yeah. I went to see I think Billy Joel and he went backstage and I was at a seat where I could see where he was under the mm-hmm. stage. I'm like, oh, he's. Look at him, dude. Okay. <laughs> He's taking a drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was that's what's magic when you go to a live show. Like I'm, I think like we went to a Michael W. Smith concert. And you're like, okay, he's just gonna go, like magic. Yeah. He's gonna walk. Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of the first shows that I Where saw. Where did he go? <laughs> after my after the Berbigli one, a couple months later, we saw Eugene Mirman come. And oh, Mirman's so great. He's so funny and he's so zany and he was so off the That's wall. That's one of my family's favorite. And he, um, uh, he. Walked by, so I went to the University of Washington, and we went. There was a place called the Ave. That was the uh, University Avenue. That was the main drag. Yeah. And so we leave, and we're walking one direction, and we see him walking on the other side of the street. And I remember the same thing. I was like, "He's going to his hotel. He's staying mm-hmm. near us. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. He's in the flesh. Yeah. He's got to have a stage." And I remember we're like, "Hey, what's up?" And he just kind of looked at us like a normal dude, like, "Hey, hey mm-hmm. guys, how's this going?" And then, but some of that actually took away the luster. I was like, "Ah, he's just going to his hotel." Oh yeah, you think? Oh, <laughs> well that's now what looking it is. back at as a comedian, I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. his night peaked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's done." <laughs> he had a joke about um, raising. If he had a kid, that he would raise him. Uh, he don't know what re- religion, but he would he would raise him in a certain religion, but lie, <laughs> but lie about the tenets of that religion, so his kid would be just all messed up. Like uh, today is the day of Lahaha, where we ride our motorcycles in circles because <laughs> we're Jewish. <laughs> that's not Jewish. Of course we're Jewish. We kill a dog every morning. <laughs> that's not Jewish. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, We talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her. Love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. That's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 but I think, ironically, it's like the people are getting famous on YouTube are now going to the clubs and, yes. and selling those out. Yep. So. And it might not even be stand-ups. Mm-hmm. They can just be mm-hmm. entertainers in all mm-hmm. different varieties. But yeah. that makes sense. Like... You know, there's the comedy purists who get all angry about that, and I understand that, but I also understand that, like, that guy has a lease to pay, and if this mm-hmm. YouTube sensation comes in and sells out, you know, and everybody buys yeah. tickets and their two drinks, like, oh, well, he gets to keep his business open. Yeah, and really, <laughs> yeah. And the last few Comedy Central specials I've seen are YouTube guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bo Burnhams and the, the, the Benjamins. What's his name? Uh, Richard? Not Richard Ben. Uh, uh, the guy who plays piano. Um, anyway, and then... Uh, John Lejoie, Lejoie is his name. He does funny songs. Oh, okay. 
And uh, I just find song stuff to be so hacky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hack enough to make a living. Yeah, hack attack over here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hack I am hack, hacking away. <laughs> yeah, hack enough man. that I have a job. Huh? If he wasn't doing songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have a job. You know, I, so. I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I think people's definition of hack is different. Um, you know, like, uh, but it's so it's so hard to to come up with something that's not that hasn't been touched well yeah Yeah. everything's been touched Mm -hmm. i mean talking about marriage talking about kids talking about mom and dad and all that it's just even church it's just people have addressed those things right it's just your point of view yeah so you the guys who are 100 percent non-hack are walking rooms because people don't understand what they're talking about <laughs> you know it's like oh he's not a hack but he's also no one understands no him one and likes not coming him. back yeah no one likes this <laughs> and uh they just don't get him yet well maybe they just maybe that's there's a reason for that right right <laughs> you know? i mean i definitely think that there are topics that have been explored yeah. for sure but you mm-hmm. can always take unique angles and takes and yes so there might be again there might be topics that people go oh I've heard stuff on marriage or parenting or mm-hmm. dieting or exercising and all yeah. those kind of stuff like what was Dana Carvey had that line where he had uh, uh, he said uh, every comedian has a what was it every comedian has a, a Jesus bit a Hitler bit and an Abraham Lincoln bit <laughs> <laughs> like every comedian right, right, has, right. for whatever reason they all mm-hmm. grab one of those three yeah you know? yeah <laughs> But I think one thing to remember is that the majority of people don't think about comedy like comics do and like mm-hmm. raving comedy fans do. Right. And I know comedy has like grown, you know, now it's all over Netflix, but there are, I mean, most of my friends don't know who's, who, or are not aware of like who some of my favorite comics are. And yes. they have like Netflix specials, They're like, yeah, I have no idea who that is. And so when it comes to like jokes and bits, I think a lot of people that are going to these shows or that are watching the bits aren't thinking like, I think I've heard this before. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're just laughing. They, yeah. don't, they don't know. No, no, no. There's, it's a joke. There's the comedy police. There's the people who go. Because with that, and I know we're talking a lot of inside comedy stuff here, but, you know, comedians and all. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an important role that the quote-unquote comedy police have, which is joke theft. Joke theft is important. It's important to go, mm-hmm. hey, you didn't, that's not yours because... That's like stealing. That's the it's your livelihood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like uh, Edison Tesla stuff. You know, like yeah. that's like no. This mm-hmm. is, these are your ideas. This is how you make money. This is your skill, your craft, your you know craft, trade, craft. Same mm-hmm. idea. <laughs> Tra- it's your craft like or it. your crade. <laughs> it's my craft crade. It's an inside uh, baseball thing. Don't worry about yeah. it. Craft. <laughs> it's a comedy word. It's what yeah, we call it. It's your craft. Um, but to, but so to monitor joke theft is one thing, but to be like, yeah, oh, I heard this. Like I've had, you know, you and I both do mm-hmm. CrossFit jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we didn't steal from one another. Yeah. You know, we just both think it's ridiculous, and so chose to make fun of yes. it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I uh, have you ever like seen? Have you ever been th- thefted in your craft? <laughs> My draft has been. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I know I have. I mean, yeah, I I do think there have been some things that cl- uh, other comics have borrowed, whether or not it was explicit or not. Like there, um, there was a there was a comedian that was doing something very similar that had a line, and we had done tons of shows together. And he would do it on the shows that I was still in, which made me think, uh, like, I don't know, I don't think you stole this, otherwise you wouldn't do it right in mm-hmm. front of me. 
But I remember Robin Williams said that. Robin Williams always get accused for a joke that happened. He said that. Kleptonesia. The, yeah, 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 it, where he just absorbed it, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. he just go. And he was such a rapid fire guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think that anybody has um, said. Oh, I like that Dustin Nickerson joke. I'm gonna go do it. Like, but I don't know mm-hmm. if that's how joke theft works, anyways. I think that mm-hmm. it might be blurrier than that. Did you guys ever, mm-hmm. when yeah. you were starting, I want to hear your story though, because you have you oh. had people steal well, your stuff? Like, I'll hear it on Sirius Radio, on satellite radio. I hear guys do your jokes? jokes, and it's like that's insane. And broadcasted. <laughs> yeah, well, you can hear someone making commercials. Money. A couple of commercials, really? That were like, I think they took they wow. they had to have. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's been a. a Two or three times, at least, like on Sirius, though, you'll hear somebody like that's like you know, pretty can you purple, do anything about pretty that? purple. No. Like, and to be honest with you, I don't. I, I, I know it sounds weird. I th- I'm more flattered by that, yeah. right? It's like this somebody would would do that, and for whatever reason, I was like, oh, okay. No. Right. So I mean, I do the the Cletus take the reel, mm-hmm. and then I think I can't remember Chris showed me or whatever. These guys down in Branson were doing <laughs> that song on a Branson show. The, whole, doing, the actual song? The actual song, yeah. And they, you know, they didn't ask and anything like that. But they like, were riding around in a yeah. boat that was I on wheels a, on stage. Who, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was crushing, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure it was absolutely and, crushing. Yeah. Oh, the, and the, the audience, it's, you know, there's like 4,000 people that go mm-hmm. in there at yeah. night. Now They're we, all just laughing. Are they closing with it, too? Is it their big home run killer? Well, it was it's like... It's on the posters. I mean, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the Branson show was, you know, they some of those, they'll do the variety and different little things. They'll have a band mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, and, how many views did... That got a lot of views. Mm-hmm. Surely some people in Someone that like, show Way. knew that was your song, right? Yeah. Well, actually, my, my mom was at the show where... A guy did my song, and she went to meet him afterwards. And she goes, "My my my son is Tim Hawkins," and you know, she wasn't like yeah. reprimanding him. And he was like, "Oh, I love Tim," and all that. Yeah, so she's it wasn't like, really, yeah, I, I know. bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a kid. He, that this was kid in was South like, Carolina. Remember that kid was like sixteen. This teenage kid. Oh, and he just basically lifted all. He did the CD yeah. performance. Did all. Just took every joke was from me, and I think maybe Johnny W. and somebody uh-huh. else, and the whole thing. Right. And he was selling them. And that's where uh, yeah, I, think that's... My, I think my brother just contacted him and like, yeah, no, that's... You, that's you illegal. Don't, yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> You're breaking laws <laughs> yeah. right now. And he had no idea. And I, I understand. I mean, Yeah, there was a naivety there, yeah. Yeah. I, but, but, yeah, I don't know if I even told you that when we were in Branson with the Martins, you know, yeah. a few weeks ago, that I met D.A. Calloway, who's the... He's in charge of all the entertainment and stuff mm-hmm. down there. And I even mentioned to him, I go, he said, now, who do you work for? And I told him, and... He goes. I said, "Yeah." I said, "You guys, uh, you guys did Tim's Cletus take the reel for quite a while down here." And he goes, "Oh yeah, we did do that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just as, just. Uh, but I, I said that, you know, I wanted him <laughs> yeah. to know that we know you did yeah. Tim's bit. I think know? that that where it gets more blurry and hard is the social media stuff. Because yeah. there's been a mm. lot of cases oh, yeah. of people stealing ideas. Into, I had it on a small scale. This is what jumped to mind immediately. I did. I remember during last year's NFL playoffs, I posted this little side-by-side of said who wore it better, and it was Matt Ryan and then the Vulture Muppet. Mm. <laughs> like if you, yeah. The Vulture Muppet Matt has Ryan. the exact same uh, like <laughs> nose bridge. Yes. And like they look in skinny face. like They look very similar. And uh, my buddy of mine posted, and I was like, hey, then there's this San Diego comedy fan who follows me and just posted it. 
and didn't give me credit or anything like that. It had like crossed out my name where it had said I, Dustin Nickerson on it, and I was like, "Hey, this is really funny. I liked it more more when I posted it." <laughs> and like it was yeah. like unfriend block didn't remove, and I was like, "All right, it's not like this is some world class tweet, you know? Like it was a silly little thing, right?" But the idea of who owns online content and borrows structure and idea, like there's been a mm. lot of drama around that kind of stuff, and that's a lot mm. harder to prove. I feel like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't. I, you know. It's and it's such a. It's such a. It's so hard. Well, it is. It's hard to to develop material. That's the grind of it. You're trying to develop it, and once you do it, and it's like, that's your like once again, it's your livelihood. It's <laughs> yeah. what it's. Do you, you, there's that. I can see the pull. It's like steroids. It's yeah. Like, well, if I take a a shot of this, then I can swing the bat a little faster. Right. Hit Ten more home runs, make yep. eighty more million dollars yeah. in my contract. <laughs> Did you? Have you ever watched that video where Joe Rogan calls out Carlos Mencia yeah, on stage? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got, and my what you just said it reminds <laughs> me of that because. Uh, Carlos Mencia is like, do you have any idea how hard it is to write and develop and act? And Joe Rogan's like, yeah, I do. Do you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Amazing, That's yeah. what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Well, he's pretty blatant about it. He's like, don't you do your stuff in front of me because I'll take it. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> okay. I think he was serious. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, gosh. It's, uh, yeah. When y'all were starting, did you ever, uh, you know, like in a moment of panic on stage, use something that you had heard before? Yes. Yep. I've used Bob Smiley stuff. Yeah. I've used uh, <laughs> his thing about um, the weed eater. Like if there's like a bunch of plants on stage, yeah. I'll just bring that out. You guys need a weed eater and take the mic stand. Yeah. You know, it's just a visual. And just... Yeah. I did a, a, um, a Pete Holmes joke. Not just like it was. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was like doing a big conference and some people were from, like, tell me where they're from. They said from Atlanta. I was like, oh, I, and I didn't, I wasn't even thinking. It was a weird thing where I just said, uh, oh, yeah, 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 no, I stayed in a bad neighborhood in Atlanta. It's called Atlanta. And uh, that's like a straight mm-hmm. Pete Holmes joke. And then I go, and I stopped, and, then, like, the panic in me goes, uh, that's a Pete Holmes joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I said, like, <laughs> like Pete's going to find like, out. Yeah. Same thing, like, nope. Like, same that's thing. good, I, though. I was yeah. talking to the people that weren't there. Well, you, and what happens, I've, I've done it where I forgot what I'm going to do next. So yeah. I'll say first, okay, i got to say something. Right. What I, sometimes I'll say one of mine or, you know, and it doesn't happen very much, but it's just, yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's moments there of panic up it, there for sure. Moving. I think that uh, I've done it for so long. It's like I've learned in certain situations, like if the mic goes out or if there's a flicker of lights or if somebody right. does, walks across the thing. or Well, you start having little sta- uh, stock lines mm-hmm. that you do. Yeah. Just fill in the blank. Yeah, it's part of the draft. Sure. Master draft. Draft masters. Do you guys masters. copyright your bits? No, I don't. Because that's is that so. Isn't that it's so? Odd when you to make me. a DVD, isn't that the same yeah, thing? Yeah, the DVD is is copyrighted. But if you have jokes out there that you haven't copyrighted, like technically somebody mm-hmm. can steal them, like a song. But for yeah. some reason in comedy, it's just like a word of mouth. Like, hey, dude, that's not cool. Right. That like doesn't hold up in a court of law. But I guess uh, there's enough yeah. like camaraderie in the comedy world mm-hmm. that other dudes will come around you and be like, yeah, that's his joke. I've heard him do that. Right. Stop doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. comics will call each other out. That's for sure. Well, I'll like if I do a parody idea, I'll I'll just go to YouTube, mm-hmm. say who else, because you know everything I've got. Somebody's something uh, yep. like I did when I did Hey There, Delilah. But I also had a, I wrote a song, Hey Aunt Jemima. So it was like about hey, running Aunt out of syrup. 
And so I went <laughs> online, and there was like four or five different people who did Angel Hand Jemima. Really? But it was just they're bad, and they're just. But I'm like, yeah. this is okay. I thought mine was better. Right. I didn't do. I mean, I didn't end up performing it or doing anything like that. But that's another thing to think about if you, um, you know, if you just really are concerned with it. You know, putting it and to see if it really is hacky, if it's right. been done too much. Right. But, um, but no, I, as far as copywriting stuff, I don't, I've never, yeah, I, really, I don't I even know, know how, how what it yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what that entails. Yeah. But, and a lot of guys, though, too, and that what surprised me, and I've known this for a while, is just how many comedians are just, they have writers. They have, uh, right. And yeah. there are no bones about it. I got, you know, a team of guys or whatever. Yeah. And I saw, um, I think Ron White has writers. He was talking about having writers on the yeah. show. Well, but, that's and that that but, gets dangerous in its own way because now your writer might steal something. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's he has like his own career. it's like when you're yeah. the head coach and your assistant coach does something shady, you still get in trouble for that. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what I'd heard people when they would say, uh, "I worked with this old road dog years ago," and he said, "Yeah, one of Robin's Williams, Robin Williams' writers stole something from me and gave it to him," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh." That's that's impossible to validate. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's like uh, money laundering or something. Yeah, it's like exactly. joke laundering. Yeah, because you can't trace it back to anywhere. Yeah, but um, yeah, but but I can understand it because what the thing was is I worked with Ron White years ago. Yeah, long he, hair. I think Ron it was White. Ron Tex White. And yeah, he had a ponytail and he yeah. wore a cowboy hat. I've seen that. And there was a, and there was a, a showcase night. Yeah, where they have some new guys and then some, you know, pros. Yeah, and he came in. And just, you know, just was great. And I just remember one of his jokes, and I hadn't seen him for until Blue Collar. Yeah. But I didn't realize that was him. Because yes. he was doing his set because he looked different in Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Yeah. And he was doing his jokes. And one of the jokes, you know, 15 years earlier, he'd done, I said, I, okay, so that's that's him. But it's like they develop, and they had more than an hour sure. of material. But still, they had their core act. Yep, absolutely. And the next year, they're famous, and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. I need another hour. Yes. Yeah, because, you so, know. The, there's no need to burn material until it's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, unless you don't like telling it anymore, then you should get yeah. rid of it too. But you know, if you don't, if you have a joke that's four or five years old and you've never done a special or a DVD or anything, there's no reason or done it on TV. You don't yeah. need to get rid of that yet. No, you know? not at all. Yeah, that's, that makes me. That's hilarious to me how guys, you know, even like us are just they won't do it. Do a CD. Do a DVD. No, I don't want to burn my stuff. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. What yeah. are you doing out here? It's like, okay. Well, that's the thing. If you sell, okay, 10,000 DVDs. Right. I mean, there's 10,000 people in this neighborhood we're here right now. Right. Within a mile, a radius of this place. Yeah. A mile radius. Just do it. I don't want to burn my stuff, bro. I don't want to burn it. Yeah. Who do you think uh, is the best? Well, no, let me rephrase that. Who's your favorite comic that's currently working right now? Mm. Other than one another? Yes. Okay. You can't say Tim. Mm, no, please don't. <laughs> I know it's not true. And favorites. Who's yours? Uh I really like Bergazzi. I really is, I yeah, think he's special. He's one of the best I've seen in a really long time. I actually just saw um Ryan Hamilton's special on Netflix. He was really good. Yeah, that the guy face. with the big teeth, yeah. surprisingly good. Oh yeah. Yeah, What's he's like, strong. I look like I could really move some ice cream in the yeah, 60s. The 60s. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, uh, he was really good. <laughs> um, but I think Bergazzi's probably one of the best that's that's doing it right now. Yeah. I just saw his new, uh, there's a new show on Netflix called The Stand Ups. 
and he did the first episode. Yeah, he's been on like three or four Netflix. Yeah, he's getting a lot of heat right now. He was was head and shoulders above anybody on on any of those uh, compilations. He's just head and shoulders above. Well, he's he's squeaky clean, but crushes like any room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's wonderful. I mean, you see it because you Mm -hmm. open for him. Yeah, not super regularly. I mean, I've done some spots with him here and there, and then I have some dates coming up with him, which I'm excited about. But yeah. I'm not like in the rotation of his openers, but yeah, I've seen it and he's he's amazing. What is so is he doing theaters now? Is he selling? Um, I think he's I think he's right on the cusp. I mean, he's playing big A clubs, you know, and he definitely has a fan base. Um, you know, it was really fun to watch him in San Francisco, kind of working it out, and that most people had seen that Netflix special, so he kind of acknowledged it and. So he kind of told him, like, hey, I'm going to get as far as I can with new stuff. And in a very funny, very self-deprecating way, it was like, and then I'm going to do the greatest hits, like I'm the Beatles or something. <laughs> and he would give, like, updates on some of the old stories and some of the things that happened and then a couple of the old bits. And it was really cool because he now, same thing, that material is burned in the sense that those people have all seen that. His fans have seen that. And they want more Nate, you know. So, and he has like 13 late night sets or something like that crazy too. So, yeah, I really like Nate. He's absolutely one of my favorites. I really like Mulaney. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just like a perfect stand-up comic. He, you know, same idea. He just gets up there and it's just, you guys like that don't get heckled very often because they're mm-hmm. just too good. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, give just, them, don't give anybody a reason to heckle. Right, right. Just no. they go in and this they... This guy does not need help because that would help hecklers think they're helping you. Right, 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 right. I, this guy needs me. Yeah. But if, you know... So. I like Goldman. Gary Goldman is, yeah. is just... Um, he's really good. I just... He's just a... Uh, just so playful and mm-hmm. just silly and, and awesome and smart. Um, yeah. Saw him just in St. Louis last very, year. Very talented and, and really good. impressive. Because... And, and these guys, I just... I'm, you see them in the beginning of their careers and they just build and... Right. You know. Well, like you. I mean, it's just like the first time you were with us, it was like... This is cute. <laughs> this is really. I was like, "What are you going to say right this now?" This is cute. I'm glad we're giving him five I was minutes because he really. It's, um, it's like feeding a baby of bird. Oh, feeding a feeding a baby bird. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I think just, I was thinking more like, "Oh, here we go." But you just you were funny. It's just like getting bullets for the gun, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. right? And then and, and, oh, you were good. It, it shot. You have the structure, cute. but then once you get the material, it's just you know, right. over. I just want to kind of. I just wanted to pick you up and kind of rock you. No, because it's hard. Like audience like this are not easy. They won't laugh if it's not funny. Yeah, I mean I've seen it. It's just I just remember the the not everybody. Your crowds won't trust me for the first two minutes. Yes, you You know that is true. They go, hey, Mm -hmm. we didn't uh, know you were going to be here. That happened mm -hmm. again tonight too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after five minutes, they loved you. Yeah, yeah. It was closer to three tonight. Three, yeah. yeah we got I was a, watching the Blues games. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I was too, actually. I was, no. <laughs> no, it, it, and that it is, and that, like, you, you know, you are re, and you're, you're, you're right in the middle of the show. Like, they're really feeling you, and you mm-hmm. just do, you know, you just do a huge the full Prince, Prince solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And you go, here's this other schmuck in a flannel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got schmuck some. He's got some yeah. funyuns. He's gonna go tell right. for you guys. I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, his, uh, yeah. Like, you see a couple people go like, oh, intermission starting. <laughs> Right. Like, like I'm the merch manager. Like yeah. I'm just coming up to make hey, it. Whoa, no, 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 whoa, no, 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 I'm not. Uh, I bring. I'm very nice to you. I was very flattering. I, I you said you were single. That's true. He did do think, that. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> there you go. This isn't that kind of show. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, that didn't even mean anything, right? Oh, no. <laughs> but it was like, nobody means it. Just makes sense. That 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 kind of show. But yeah, they go, and then they get in. Usually, it's the second bit because the first bit on that I'll, I've been opening with all the airplane stuff that mm-hmm. worked, and you gave me that tag that worked mm-hmm. really well tonight. Um, did you guys catch that? So we Tim gave me a tag after I was talking about how I don't like people that snore on the plane, and it just like if you like I don't like amateur flyers. I don't babies don't I don't mind babies because they articulate how we all feel. Like if I could I would I would cry and I would mm-hmm. bring a blanket and I would snuggle with their mom. I would do all those things mm-hmm. and then but then snores drive me crazy. They're loud and like I'd prefer they bring their sleep apnea machine and they're tilted back with the open <laughs> mouth and I was saying like I just want to throw almonds in there and then see what happens and then Tim had the idea and I did it tonight is like I just want to see how far I can get a sword down there shishink and then yeah, you do yeah. it and it okay. crushed it did absolutely it was awesome so that bit they laugh along with they're like okay he's got at least one good joke and he, <laughs> yeah. he's good. got some airplane stuff <laughs> right really breaking some new ground here <laughs> and then the second thing about like the Taco Bell joke then, then we're then off to the race yeah. each yeah. time once it's the like, diarrhea yeah, just, yeah. once yeah. you bring Taco Bell diarrhea you, also really pushing big, the art form forward yeah. A big uh, wheelbarrow full of diarrhea. <laughs> so you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I think they're uh, wheelbarrow, barrel, wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, I think they're sensing. They're trying to figure out if you're confident in what you're doing or not, and if sure. you're if you're legit. So if you came out and you're like, "Hey guys, well, my name's Dustin. I have um, some jokes." Seinfeld said this like, as well to talk more about Seinfeld. He said. Um, stand-up comedy is about quelling fear. They're scared because they they don't know you. Mm-hmm. Tim hits the stage with a confidence that is immediately gone. You know, he's playing a guitar. It's a giant guitar solo. You walk out through smoke and lasers and yeah. whatever else is going on <laughs> in, your, in your show. Yeah. It comes out of that ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yeah. I'm going to be on a bowl. Just yeah, riding exactly. a bowl playing yeah. a guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got it. Bowl. Sit back, yeah. all right? At what point will it go? There, it's only a matter of time before you come shooting out of the... <laughs> It's going to limit the Straight venues the we can do. <laughs> can you drill a hole in your stage and, and put this hydraulic lift in it? I saw Bon Jovi do that, it? actually, and it was, really? the, it was the start to the concert. Like, it was just like, they came out to Shot Through the Heart, and so, baby, you give love, pause. Wasn't that in the original video, though, that he did some kind of... And then he lands on the beat somehow. Oh, like, this is the best show yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> and look at him. He's under the stage having coffee. He's drinking. He's talking mm-hmm. to Billy Joel under the stage. <laughs> What's he doing? talking to Billy Joel? Garth What's Billy Joel doing a, here? A, a seltzer water. <laughs> look at those guys. Johnny Cash well, is do. back. <laughs> yeah, right. Roy Orbison raises from the dead. <laughs> That's Elvis. He's in there. Oh, my gosh. Ray Charles. <laughs> Ray <That's right>. Charles <laughs> on the keys. <laughs> 
Mm. But anyways, yeah. And, but with me, they go because I don't. I'm not real domineering on stage. At least, at least. Yeah, uh, you get there. I get there, but you've I don't got start a swagger there. about you. Well, thank you. Which is uh, which works well because you don't look like an aggressive person. Right. <laughs> it escalates. Yeah. But it's like that's funny when you have your persona and you're you're aggressively angry or just have an opinion about right. this. Right. Yeah. 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 It's make it's, yeah, it's and very that's effective. when they start to get that and some punchlines. Then they start to go, "Oh, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He, we mm-hmm. don't have to. This isn't a charity thing. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Is, yeah. I didn't win a Make he's a Wish a Foundation, local. and I get to tour with well, Tim for and, and that's, <laughs> that's also part of being professional when you're trying something new. Is like if it doesn't work, I'm okay. Right. I'm okay. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, let's go on. Let's move on. Yeah. And I still, you know, I still. That's it's hard to do. It's easier said than done. But. um just being, just being confident, like, hey, I think this is funny. I'm going to yeah. try it. If yeah. it doesn't work, all right, well, it wasn't supposed to be funny. Right. <laughs> Do so. you have a number? We were talking about this last night, Caleb, a number of how many times you let a joke not work before you get rid of it. <laughs> Once. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's like, well, tonight um, I did, um, well, this is more of a trim, trim joke. I did that whole thing about uh, Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Which felt really good. The intro yeah. to that, you know, you're before Google, you know, you didn't know the words to songs, and you just didn't know the words to yeah. the song. Did you do that tonight? I did. I missed it. Yeah, I did. And then I do the first because we had like four different yeah, ones. Yeah, we yeah. said, like, uh, I did the first one. Uh, Bernie, Bernie doesn't feel like cantaloupe, <laughs> and got a big laugh, yeah. you know. And then I did did the other three ones, and they didn't kind of yeah. tapered off. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just do the first line just, yeah, and build from that. So what needs to happen is I'll have different songs. Yeah. I'll do three different that songs. That was just that... fun to do between the two of oh, us. Oh, yeah. What yeah. was... Uh, running uh, down a hill with kettle corn. Yeah, running down a hill, <laughs> running down a hill with kettle corn, burning down a field with Carol's bones. Oh, what was that? Uh, I, it's a little darling, little darling, little darling cheat on xylophone. Yeah, xylophone. <laughs> we said little birdie or... Birdie, li- birdie well, doesn't, doesn't cheat, eat. Doesn't eat. Birdie doesn't, doesn't eat, eat on xylophone. xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, I mean that's. Uh, well, sometimes that's what's funny fun. here isn't what hits on the stage too. It, it doesn't. It, it, well, uh, at that point, you've already done the setup and the punchline, right? I don't know uh-huh. if it needs three more examples, but it's really fun to do well, here. I did that one of my first jokes that I ever did, and I still do it sometimes, is um, when I was in. The, the funny bone and it, the joke was about my mom and she said to my face Queen of Guilt Trips she said to my face I hope you don't treat your wife on my wedding day she goes I hope you don't treat your wife like you treat me yeah. it's like I'm not going to put my wife in a home <laughs> and I'm not and then but yeah. that was the joke but then I had but two you other can tag lines, that up yeah two other lines I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that yeah and then the pro of the club came up to me and he's like, okay, dude, this, this joke is good. You don't need those other two lines. Just the punchline that you're done. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put you in, put, put her in a home. Boom. Done. Yeah. So. And so, you, so you get rid too. of the tags. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's great. So sometimes. Well, you've arrived. Yeah. That's what it is. Like the premise is the, the road and then you hit the destination mm-hmm. and you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trim it, trim the fat. And, well, right. And I guess not anything. Not trying to force the issue. After that would have to be funnier, funnier yeah. than what preceded it. Yeah, yeah so that's that the, the funniest line, thing, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay." Yeah. Versus like leaving them wanting more. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'll do that with songs too. If it's if it's funny, the first verse, the second verse better be as good or better, or just mm-hmm. cut it to one verse. Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of sh- your songs are like two minutes, because mm-hmm. otherwise people might be like, "Okay, we get it." 
Yeah. Yeah, we get most parody guys or whatever, they'll do the whole song. Yeah. Right. You don't have to do right. that. If you're, anybody listening, if you're doing parody songs, you don't have to do, please don't do the please whole song don't. unless it's funny the whole <laughs> yep. way through. Because that's a long time. Or mm-hmm. just don't do parody songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's already done. Don't try. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to do more parody songs. Yeah, now. that's fine. Just keep in mind <laughs> me. I'm, I'll be on the bus. I don't. Uh, I. I <sighs> No, I don't care. I, I think at club people would hate me if I do that. But that, that's the oh, thing I wanted to talk so about many, too. There's so many people doing parody songs. Well, in the it's clubs, not just yeah. parody, but I think if I was in a club, I wouldn't be doing as much parody stuff because you write for what you play to. If I was doing sure. clubs, I would write for the club, right? You know, I'm in churches doing family, you know, shows of all all age people. I'm going to write for that. I mean, that's yeah, just, no, it's, a, it's similar to when you do a college gig. You adjust, right? You know, you know they're not going to. If you're doing a college gig, you know, I'll clean up for you isn't the home run killer. Yes. You know? It's not. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. It's so be you'd some other. What percentage of your, uh, of your show, you know, that you do in the club stays consistent when uh, you get to the church? Doug Club, actually. Is the club. A, dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Anyone? No? I dig no, that. Yeah. Mom. Uh, there's like two jokes, maybe two minutes. There's not, it's not substantial. Oh, so you're writing just for the, the church shows? No, I don't write for anything show. I just write the jokes that I want to write. And sometimes Gosh. the jokes that I, yeah, sometimes the jokes that I want to write Gosh, are... the outlaw of comedy. Oh yeah, my gosh. <laughs> I, I write, write for anything but myself. Man. <laughs> I don't write for the man. Yeah. I don't write for the public. Like, man, man. I don't write for my peers. That's why no one comes to my shows. <laughs> <laughs> I got a draft, man. It's just a sad journal entry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, what I mean is I don't... I, I When I have an idea of a joke... I don't go, where's this going to live? I go, oh, let's see if this is funny. And there, like we were talking about earlier, there are certain thongs. There are certain thongs. (laughs) Yes, there are. are There are. Certain thongs that don't belong in church. And certain thongs that... I wear the thong. Within the whole world. It's like, hey, you've got the thong, and it's within the confines of marriage. And it's okay. That thong is okay. Uh, Words are so hard. Um... Certain themes is what I was trying to say that church audiences don't want to hear about, and there are certain ideas that when I'm doing a bar show for a bunch of rowdy 22 year olds, they don't want to hear about my wife and kids, so I won't do those topics. You know, mm-hmm. I'll do stuff like that. So I just try and write funny ideas and and then customize the act based on the what, audience that like I have. The 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 younger audience, like a like say low 20s, yeah, early 20s, that kind of what what are they like? Right. I mean, my, well, let me say ahead. this, and I'm sorry to do this but i think that my experience has been with like youth young audiences compared to older audiences young yeah. audiences like when the other guy gets it the other mm-hmm. guy's the butt of the joke whereas as opposed to adults you. are more like when yourself the self-deprecating stuff. stuff yeah yeah i could see that mm-hmm. I, I see like kids and you know that age right. they like it when right they're not self-deprecating yet yeah just think you know yeah i think that's true i think that they're once you pay that first electric bill that's the cut that's where after that yeah you're self-deprecating yeah my buddy zoltan has that joke where he goes you're not really an adult until you you, until you start sweating at the end of the month (laughs) yeah that's when that's when you really have crossed into adulthood um once you pay for your first hotel you know like oh okay (laughs) got it wow (laughs) you don't just chip in a few bucks to your friend's mom or whatever i paid for the hotel i pretty much me and seven other guys uh the i i i find that 
it's more topical in a lot of ways that you're exploring. <laughs> <laughs> that sleeping. was a free nap. That was uh, <laughs> a frap. A you frap. Got a frap. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired. He had a long day. He did. Um, yeah, there's topics that you're talking about and maybe more pop culture references and things like that where... I mean, even that depends on the audience. If it's a rowdier show, mm-hmm. but when there's other shows with younger crowds, that the more personal, the more confessional, the better it is. Like I don't mean confessional that you're spewing your, but the more that it's, it's so distinctly you, they love that. They feel like you're. I know about you. You're in the mm-hmm. room with me because all comedy, no matter the crowd, is about making a connection, some mm-hmm. type of emotional, intellectual, whatever it may be, type connection, and. Those, some of those type crowds, they want you to be rowdy and make fun of the room, and that's how you connect with them. And other times, it's rooms like tonight where you want to talk about themes and topics and ideas that they like, and that's what they want. And then there's other type of rooms that are they want to hear you talk about yourself, and they want to get to know you and understand your point mm-hmm. of view. So you know, sometimes those are the more like alti type crowds, but... Yeah, I think it's th- those are usually mm-hmm. the kind of adjustments, you know. And, and, and some of it's just yeah. the common sense of, like, if they don't relate to your ideas, then get rid of them, you know, like... If you're, if you have stop doing them, yeah, exactly. Just move on. Don't do that bit mm-hmm. here. You know. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, I've said no to gigs and stuff. I'm just like, I just wouldn't. I just don't. Right. It's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like I, I just, you're not. I'm just not a good fit. Yeah. You know? I, I had, know. Um, <clears throat> I had someone send me a, uh, a gig. It was um, Rick Roberts sent me a gig. He said, "There's a corporate gig out in San Diego. I thought of you." And I go, "Oh, okay, maybe that could be." That's right in my neck of the woods. That's great. Thank you so much. And he goes, uh, and I talked to the person. They're like, we want you to do 45 minutes. And I was like, okay, it's a full corporate thing. And then they go, and we want to give you information, and then you can just, like, roast the employees. And I was like, oh, no, I'm a bad fit for that. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't, I don't care You're enough. You're fat. You're yeah. dumb. I'm out of here. Oh, you a boss. Fatty dumb dumb. I'm out. <laughs> fat dumb Then what dumb, do you dumb. do for a living? Get out of here. Oh, you must be the boss, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. And, but then I gave it to a friend, and and he did great. He was like on the Comedy Central roast battle, like he was guy named Connor. Like he's and he's good at that stuff, and like that's a certain structure and style yeah. of joke where they can go, hey, you know, it's, and they he crushed it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I would have bombed so hard, yeah. and it wouldn't. Well, and, and absolutely, there's, there's no way I was going to do that gig. I keep saying that about youth gigs too, like don't do them, don't do them, don't do them. But then so when you keep saying no, sometimes they'll give you a higher number, and you go, okay, I'll go sweat for 45 minutes. <laughs> And for my kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> for my youth. Like every five minutes, I yeah. go, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember we... If they could pay you by every five, mm-hmm. ten minutes, that would... <laughs> Throw cash. Right. They give you every, <laughs> Just to push you along. Every ten minutes, they come give you another $100 bills. Okay. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing a great job. You're all right. Oh, man. I remember a, a gig, I you know, we were still in Texas. This is before I was full-time, and... Um, it was one of those lock-ins, you know, midnight. Yep. You go in, it's 400 kids in a gym. Yep. They're Perfect. Just, there's it, those blow-up rides Ideal. and stuff. Yeah, and they're mad at you they're because you, you don't go on until they deflate the, <laughs> the obstacle course, which mm-hmm. is the ultimate right, way to, yeah. like, end a party. Like, yeah. Yeah. now here now to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it smells it was like just Papa John's. Just yeah. bright fluorescent, you know, yep. the bright white lights. Yeah. The fluorescence and... Ideal comedy you know, environment. It was like 150 bucks, and we had nothing. You know, we had no money <laughs> you had at to all. Do it. So I'm just like, I gotta go. And it was just, it was a disaster. 
It was it was a disaster. How much time did you do? I don't even remember. Yeah, you blacked out. I don't. I think <laughs> I really don't. I don't remember. And um, but what they say afterwards? What the pastor did? Was it one of those? Did they did they look you in the they, eye? They they. Well, I think they look me. Uh, they a lot of them understand. Right. They understand what you're what you're going through because they're going through it. Yeah. Um, but once again, I really. I wasn't prepared. Right. But that's the ones you have to do to prepare. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. And so, <clears throat> now they're not all crazy like that. Youth gigs are like, I did a bunch of them, and a lot of them are awesome because the energy is so stinking great. Mm-hmm. Whereas adults are more laid back. The kids are just, if you are if you show some enthusiasm and do right. participation stuff and do music and just, just your, right. bits are, your bits are just zany, mm-hmm. it's just, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, because My nothing just, like that. <laughs> Everything hmm? that you just described. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, now, but now I don't think, I don't, because I, I don't know what I would do. Right, yeah. right. Especially because it's, it's it's you know, 20 years later or 15 years later and mm-hmm. sensibilities are different maybe. Right, like there's, right. There were no cell phones. Right. There I, is a... When I was doing it. There is a, a um, like when I've done them, um, and even to college gigs, but only to a slightly <clears throat> lesser degree... Um, there is like a narcissism there where it's like when you talked about maybe 20 somethings, they want you to talk about other people like they do the butt of the joke. And some people want you to talk about you. Those audience want you to talk about them and like, th- you know, our interests are people like they want to be engaged. Like this has to be about us. Right. Mm. Everything is about us. The last one that I did, you know. I did at this church outside of Sacramento, and it was it was a junior it was a junior high lock, and it wasn't even the high school. Mm. It was a junior high lock, and I went on it. One, my lead in was they did a competition of who could scream the loudest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your intro. It was it was uh, my actual intro, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then he won, and so the youth pastor. Uh, poured one of the full pixie sticks in that kid's mouth. That was his mm-hmm. victory. Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that now like I'm into the Yes, 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 yes. And now for some well-crafted stand-up comedy. <laughs> Pay attention the whole way. Minute 29 will relate to minute four. <laughs> you kids like a good callback? <laughs> oh, I've done that. Yeah, those things like one kid did a, a dolphin noise or something yeah. i was doing a joke he just <laughs> and i was like all right here we go yeah best uh, animal noise contest yeah. right now i don't yeah i remember i, we did I remember it. It great. trying to do the japan joke where i talk about different people's mm-hmm. names and i go you know i really like people's names and everyone's like my name's Brittany. Oh. <laughs> you know, i'm sammy and everyone just starts yelling out their names but i'm looking at the clock and i'm like well this will lead up a minute i don't even have to say anything i'll just <laughs> let them scream their names and then grab another ten dollar bill <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. ching this comes out of a little slot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so great if that happened in gigs yeah i was doing a uh, junior high gig kind of a thing there's like 80 kids and right. youth group kind of deal and they're just all sitting in chairs mm-hmm. and I'm halfway through the deal and and just just it was after a joke or whatever and it was just kind of quiet for two seconds and this kid was just in the front row and he goes you suck <laughs> 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 uh, like what oh man it's so poignant it's so, so there you go that's it that's all it 
Get Did you get off stage? And he wasn't like yeah. with anybody. He was just kind yeah. of by himself. He, I actually think he had a leather jacket on her. Yeah. And he just <laughs> He's said smoking. That. Yeah, right. He's chained yeah. like, like a 12-year-old with a cigarette. I'm more of a Rickles guy. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Come on, take it to the ground. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, it's, I, I, I mean... Too, I mean, I think some people try to be good for everybody, and you just got to be realistic. No, nope, not everybody's going to get you. Find your following, mm. yeah, find them. But yeah. you, you are, find you it. know, and I'm kind of at the level, and you, you've been there before, where you don't quite be, you can't be that selective. Sometimes, you know, sometimes right. you just have to go say yes to you. Can say I got to no. eat, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but that's and there's a challenge in it, you know. There's but I, uh, there's no there's no such thing as a bad experience, though. I mean, it's it all makes you you. It's experience is awesome where you can maybe something in happens in there in life. Well, there you go. Yeah. There, but like if you do a corporate gig and like, yeah. okay, you know, a lot of it didn't work, but this did work. So mm-hmm. that says, okay, I need to yeah. do more of that next time. Yep. Mm. Like I did, I did this, uh, this event a few years ago. I won't say what it was, but it was the worst gig of the whole year. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, it You're wasn't good. You're talking about the gig tonight? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was a pseudo corporate fundraiser gig and it was a, I hated it. Yeah. I hated it because I tried to do new stuff. It's like, well, you know what? I need to do these kind of things. I just need to do greatest hits. Yep. Yeah. Bring just it. greatest yeah, absolutely. hits. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't even, and try not to be like, oh, I'm going to do my, my new stuff. Yeah. And it's just, sorry. Yep. It's not, it's not going to work. So yeah. It's do. not a good enough crowd for it. Mm. You know, it's not, no. they're not your people. No. They're not there for a comedy they don't show. Care, really. They don't want to go on that ride with you, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. You got to make them really really want to do it so it, it felt like an adult prom where they were giving out free alcohol mm-hmm. like mm. that's what the gig felt like because that's that's how much people were paying right. attention they were do in like do many clicks with their anymore, friends you guys not really yeah we get we get offers for them but i, I might do one i got actually got a an offer to do it a guy in san diego uh that done before uh, mm-hmm. for next year that i'm thinking about i might do it are you yeah, really i might I might do it. I thought it was an okay gig. It was fun. Gig. It was, it was fun. an okay gig. What was and the company, or can you not? It was a guy who's like a motivational speaker guy, uh, business motivational guy. Mm-hmm. But like if Chick-fil-A asked me to do it, I would do I would do stuff for them. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean. You have before. Yeah. Corporate stuff is cool. I mean, the more money, the more money that they put into it, the better it usually is. Right. You know, so. Well, there's different levels. They like, usually have really good media. My first corporate gig was at like this small real estate company called like Kimco. It was like North San Diego and they were paying me like 400 bucks. And it was me on the floor in this room as they ate yep. doing like 40 minutes. It was a 20, 25 people. I did a bunch of crowd work. I got in, I got out. It was super chintzy, but it worked. Mm-hmm. You do a gig for, I mean, Microsoft's big corporate event, they bring in Macklemore. Like, there's different level yeah. corporate gigs. Sure. Know? So, you, you, there's, you can't really create one yeah. label and for all of And a third of them will watch Macklemore. The right, other ones exactly. will talk and they'll stand in the back. They well, and it makes you feel... We saw uh, Hart. We, we did a gig with Hart. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. A few, two or three years ago. That was a good corporate gig. Well, I think it makes you do, like, a lot of... Rock every- and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And they only had 300 people that really stood around. Oh, God. I saw some video, I don't even remember who it was, somebody posted of, like, U2 at their corporate event. And, Jeez. And there was, like, eight people watching. I was like, okay, cool. U2's <laughs> Isn't taking, that amazing? U2's taking corporate work. I can take corporate gigs, right. you know? That just it, is what it is. Yeah. These private gigs, I mean, they're not, I don't know. 
It's not like they're totally devoid of the art form. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Sistine Chapel was a corporate gig. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was commissioned, you know? Like, hey, yeah. you get paint this ceiling in this place. Mm-hmm. He had rules. It's still art. It probably... <laughs> He probably liked his little doodles a yeah. little more than he, he did. Probably more had than a janitor at the, the floor going, "You suck!" <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a junior hire, right? Yeah. <laughs> An altar boy. That's garbage. I'm sure man. he got heckled. I'm more of an Augustine guy. <laughs> That's right. I'm more baroque. Oh, yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to bed. Ready? Well, not you know. Not I think we got it. But I think crazy. we got it. What's yeah. up? What are you guys loving it. right now? Great. You're talking our ear off tonight. <laughs> what are you loving right now, buddy? I don't know. I don't got anything. Hi, right naked. Now. Hi, naked. Naked. Hey, naked. Hey, naked. Where were you? Oh, just partying. On a date with Son, you know? Yeah, on a date with Son. Yeah, Son. the J Song. When, uh, when we record the podcasts, Naked and Son go out to dinner. So cute. Mm-hmm. Well, They're bonding. Is. Oh. There's a friendship there. I try to get Son on the show, and he just keeps saying no. I told him that I wanted uh, my birthday's in February, and all I want is for him to be on the show. So he has to. Why won't he be on the show? And because he said, he doesn't. <laughs> he said, "Well, for my birthday, all I want is to not be on the show. So we'll just cancel." Each Why other. is he just <laughs> nervous or something? Because uh, people, whenever he has somebody to be on the show, they're like, "I don't know what to say." Like, yeah. I don't really think yeah, we don't that, either. That, that, yeah. That's how they all start using that voice. They do. I don't know what. Yeah, they do. They go <laughs> I think he thinks that he won't have anything to bring to the table. Like whatever you'd say would be like uninteresting. He would have things mind. to bring. Very to the wisdom. Table. Wisdom of Son. Interesting. Son wisdom. He has stuff. He's a fly on the wall. He Son's sees stuff that nobody he sees. Is, yeah. Son. Sonsdom. He Son's the waters run fairly deep with him. You just don't know it. He's the man. All right. Who's loving what? Dustin, what are you loving right now? You're probably loving this game in right this now. In this current moment, I'm loving the University of Washington football. 5-0, and ranked 6th in the country. Beating California 24-0. Uh, yeah. And yeah, everyone just went, really? And it's I didn't know they were that good. Oh They're still playing in the third gosh, quarter. Gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's because we're on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... Uh, or, that's what you're liking right now? Well, yeah, I mean, again, good. in this current moment. Sure. Yes, it uh, works. I'm loving uh, that hockey's back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... College football is, I mm-hmm. guess, back. That's two or, things. Sorry, mm-hmm. dude, you're gonna have to push one in next yeah, week. Yeah, I always do two two things. Can't so two. I'm special, so I always get two. So, okay. Great. <laughs> what are you loving right now? Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about that hockey. Okay, you can't take mine. You can take yours. Bring up a new Tim, one. What are you loving? Oh, uh, gosh. I love my skinny jeans. I didn't I think did. I was gonna like them this much. I'm the, the ruffles are I'm a little. Did, what, uh, what seriously, tell me when you guys think it's overboard, please. No, I like you know, it. Are you planning on just diving deeper into the... Is <laughs> that why? Are just going to go all ruffles? They're going to be painted on soon. Someone yeah. told me... Yeah. I don't know if it was my mom or someone. She goes, I saw... You know those jeans that Tim, Tim was wearing? I go, yeah. She goes, I saw a woman wearing them the other day. I no. Go, that was a me. woman? It that was, was you. Me. It was you. I no. did. I those saw a woman pants. that had those on. No, a woman? He a just woman. said woman. <laughs> a woman. A woman. A woman. Woman. Like an animal. Pretty woman. 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 <laughs> no, but I like them. I do. What would you Thanks. say? Woman. 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 You said like, Whoa, like, man. You said like a, a woman. Like an almond. But almond, woman. Like, you did it more like an almond expression. Woman. Whoa, man. <laughs> that's my, Whoa. That's my tired voice. Tired voice. No excuse. Uh, Levi thinks that the Corvette might be happening soon. 
Like your your midlife crisis. <laughs> he said, oh, you think so? I don't think so. I said, Levi did. Levi goes, the Corvette's definitely going to happen. I... <laughs> Well, because I was bragging on you, and I said, you look good, you look like you feel good, like mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're working out, you yeah. lost some weight, you're wearing the skinny jeans, I think you look the 10 nuts. years younger. And he for goes, sure. yeah, he's for sure going through midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, can you it's encourage more, your dad? It's fear of death, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's all this see, is. There's one thing that I'm serious. serious. It's just, it <laughs> hits you just skinny like, jeans. Why do I, can I, Jeez. can I talk about that, Levi, and... Yeah. Okay. So I, one thing I'm looking forward to Levi being on the road, that I'm not the only dad that has a kid on the road. Oh, wow, I that's think true. That, uh, Even the playing field. Yeah. Do you I don't think, like it? I think it, huh? You don't like it? No, no, I love it. Mm-hmm. But for, for, his, love it. for his sake, are you saying? <clears throat> well, I'm just saying it kind of like Caleb's. Even things laying, out. Even yeah. things out. You know, it's, yeah. So we can do father son brawls. We can do like competitions. <laughs> like to do chicken. Hey, get on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you get on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. At the hotel pool. I don't care where yeah, you're in, in, in the hallway. pool. Come on. <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. 23. Maybe. Like it's gangs in New York. You're doing your little chance at the beginning. shot. Red hair. Black eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's interesting take. I, uh, I think it'll be uh, it'll be a different vibe. It will be, yeah. You know? But out. I think it'll I be great. And yeah. I'm sorry, Josh is no, not going to be around, but you know he's moving on and doing so. his thing, man. All right. That's kind of weird. I'll be I'll be going to live with your oldest and your youngest. <laughs> that's true. Your youngest, that's not true. your youngest son, but your that's second right. youngest. We keep, so we'll be in the family. we keep it in the family. We keep it in the family. Yeah, just don't have a big mouth. Don't have a big mouth. Just, you know, see the guy about the thing. Take care of it. <laughs> like Dino Blandino. Dino Blandino. Oh, God. What was Dino that we saw today? Blandino. So, so we were watching uh, uh, a sports game earlier, uh, whatever it was, and they, you know, when they get the, um, they're doing an instant replay, or they're doing the review. Yeah. Now they have an analyst They'll bring for the instant analyst. replay. Tell us about what's going and on this here. this guy comes up, and his name is Dean Blandino. <laughs> And I immediately go, oh, this guy really puts the bland in Blandino. Okay. <laughs> and then the next half was an off. hour, we're it was just off. Like, hey, off to the races. Dino we got to get out of here. Some with some hutzpah, not, not this Blandino oh, stuff. Oh, you're being a real Blandino. You're being right a Dino Blandino right now. Get out of here. Give me some spunk with that. And then this gift from the heavens, the center's, the center's last name comes up on the board, and yeah, it was the center's name is Schlotman. Schlotman, which we were. Like sounds like a lawyer, but then sounds like a furniture. It store. Sounds like a furniture hey, store. Hey, <laughs> come down to Schlappmann's. <laughs> we got lazy boys. Yeah. We got Adirondack chairs. <laughs> come on down to Schlappmann's. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's, that's their tagline. Oh, Sit down. Wow. Their tagline. Sit down. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> you standing up? Stand up, sit down, and slap me. You stand and slap me. You sit down. <laughs> yeah, you come out here, you disrespect me. Group meeting. <laughs> There's about 80 people out there. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are sitting down. As soon as you walk in, they give you cannoli and breadsticks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sit down, sit down. Have some breadsticks. Get out. Yeah. Take a load off. How's your family? Don't be all Dino Blandino. So, that's awesome. All right, good show. Good show. Shut Only up. one more thing to say. Shut up and take a blessing. Shut up and take a blessing. Shut up and take a blessing. Am I supposed to say that? No. <laughs>